I'm VJ Hamilton and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health. So with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to up-level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom-free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Autoimmune Reset Podcast. I'm your host, VJ Hamilton. I'm a nutritionist, scientist and expert in autoimmune disease. And today I want to talk to you about a very important subject when it comes to autoimmune health. And that is the causes of fatigue in autoimmune disease. Because I know when I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, that was certainly at the heart of the fatigue that I was experiencing but I work with lots of clients with different types of autoimmune diseases from alopecia to psoriasis to arthritis and one of the common symptoms that I see coming up time and time again is fatigue and the thing is fatigue in autoimmune disease can be caused by multiple different things and that's why it's important to understand what might be causing your fatigue because an autoimmune disease in and of itself won't be causing the fatigue and even in chronic fatigue syndrome just because you're labeled with a certain condition or you're diagnosed with a condition uh, which is extremely important but it doesn't mean that that is telling you what's causing your condition and that's what I do in my job as a nutritionist and a functional medicine practitioner is to really understand what is at the root of my client's symptoms and to help to address that so when somebody comes to me with fatigue I'm not going to know straight away what's causing it and that's why digging into someone's health history, understanding someone's symptoms better and understanding just a person better is going to give me a lot more insight into what the underlying root cause might be, as well as testing that can help as well. Today, I wanted to talk through the various causes of fatigue in autoimmune health and just in case any of these resonate with you and it's something that you want to explore yourself because you might not be aware that some of these things can cause fatigue and I certainly wasn't. So I'm going to run through some of the main causes of fatigue in autoimmune disease. So if you've been listening to my podcast for a while and especially recently, you won't be surprised. I'm going to start with blood sugar regulation because it's almost the obvious one to look out for. And I would say if you have blood sugar imbalance, you are more likely to have highs and lows throughout the day. Not always, you can just be feeling fatigued throughout the day and still have blood sugar imbalance. But ordinarily, what I see is when people eat sugar or or refined carbohydrates, they get the energy again and then they crash afterwards. So if you feel that you have that blood sugar roller coaster throughout the day where you have the highs and lows, then that might be the reason that you have fatigue or one of the reasons anyway. There likely isn't just one thing. 
So if you feel that your energy is fairly up and down during the daytime, then this might be something to consider. And there are various things that you can do to help with blood sugar regulation. As you may already know, the Sugar Reset program, which is a 21-day program, is starting on the 29th of January. So if you'd like to be involved in that, I will put the link in the show notes. So during that program, we will be going through various ways that you can get your blood sugar in balance, but also ways to reset your relationship with sugar, to have a better relationship with sugar, and also just to have that 21 days to set a new healthy habit. It does take a certain amount of time to form new habits, and that 21 days is going to just give you enough time to start implementing those new habits, those new routines into your life and that can help to reset your blood sugar, get your blood sugar in balance and that should help with your energy levels. But some very simple things that you can do is to make sure that you're eating protein with every meal. That can help to stabilize your blood sugar. Having fiber or some vegetables before a meal, so having a nice salad before you're eating can help to stabilize blood sugar levels. And they have now shown in studies that doing some movement, either pre or post eating, can really help to keep your blood sugar balanced because your muscles need that energy from the glucose, from the sugar that you've eaten, or the carbohydrates. Um, so that can help to balance your blood sugar if you do movement before or after eating. So that's the fairly obvious one, uh, which you're probably already aware of. Now, another reason that you can have fatigue in autoimmune disease is because your cellular health might be impaired. And our cells have different organelles in them, which help us. Uh, they have various functions and they're almost like the organs that we have, but they have their own little organs. And one of the organelles that is in the cell is the mitochondria. And the mitochondria is almost like the powerhouse. It's the engine of your cells and it helps to produce energy. When your cellular function isn't working optimally, which can be for various reasons, for example, if there's any toxicity in the body, if you have a high viral burden, um, there are lots of reasons why your cells might not be working efficiently at the moment. And that can cause you to not be able to produce as, as much energy um, as you need to because you need the mitochondria to keep forming our energy units, which are called ATP. And when you're not able to produce enough energy, you're going to feel fatigued and that can affect every system in the body. It can affect different organs, it can affect your brain and it can affect the way you're thinking. So it, it might show up in different ways, this type of issue, because again, when I'm working with clients, we're not all feeling fatigue in the same way. Some of my clients are feeling extremely fatigued physically. Other clients are feeling fatigued in their brain. They're having brain fog. So there's various ways that fatigue can show up for you. And I would say with the cellular health piece that um, it can show up in very different ways, dependent on your susceptibilities. And that can be part of your genetics, but it can also be to do with what you've been exposed to during your life and your own story. That is certainly worth looking into. And there are lots of different nutrients and supplements that can help with cellular health and it's always worth working with a health practitioner to determine what nutrients and supplements might be right for you. 
but uh, something that helped me hugely, especially when I was recovering from my autoimmune conditions and chronic fatigue syndrome, is ubiquinol, which is also called um, CoQ10, but I really like the ubiquinol version, especially the bioavailable version that I will still take even now if I feel that my energy is quite low. And I'm not saying this is for everybody, this is just what I have done. And as I said, it's always best to work with your health practitioner, but it gave me the energy that I needed at that moment in time when my cellular health was impaired. And as I said, your cellular health can be impaired for lots of different reasons. And it's to understand the reason that your cellular health might be impaired. Because when your um, cells are sensing any threat or there's any issue, as I mentioned, with chemical toxicity, so maybe things that you've breathed in, or exposures that you've had through food, or toxins that bacteria in your guts have released, it can send a danger signal, um, because it feel, the cells feel that they're being attacked, and that can then cause disruption in their own process, because they're almost in defence mode, so they're not able to do the normal activity that they would do. So that that's another area that I explore with my clients. So we normally start with blood sugar regulation. We explore whether there might be any issues around insulin sensitivity and we'll go through this with the client, understanding how they're feeling day to day, understanding you know their diet as well. And then we will focus on cellular health because that's absolutely key. It's not just important for fatigue, but it's important for lots of other symptoms as well. The next thing that I think is best to consider with fatigue is your hormones because your hormones are extremely important in lots of different bodily functions and we have lots of different hormones that have a different job in the body and our hormone system is called the endocrine system and the endocrine system is involved in making sure that your reproductive health is in check they also help with your thyroid adrenal glands so it's important that your hormones are working optimally. And we know there's specific autoimmune diseases that are affected by attacks of the immune system on these endocrine glands. For example, we know that conditions like Hashimoto's thyroiditis and grave disease are when the thyroid is attacked. And then there are also autoimmune diseases related to the adrenal glands like Addison's disease. So you may expect to have fatigue if you have those autoimmune conditions. But even when your hormones are out of balance for other reasons, that can also cause fatigue because as I said, they have a role to play in the body, all the, all the hormones, especially when we're thinking about thyroid, which helps us with our metabolism. And you know, it's absolutely vital for lots of different functions in the body. If that's not working optimally, then we're not going to be feeling at our best and that could be causing fatigue. It's not just our sex hormones. When we say hormones, there are lots of different hormones. There's the thyroid hormones, the adrenal hormones, as I've just mentioned. Um, but even insulin, which is important for blood sugar regulation. So as I said at the beginning, blood sugar regulation can cause fatigue. But then I'm going to go one step further. If it's not to do with their diet or anything that my clients are eating that are contributing to blood sugar dysregulation, or maybe there's an issue with insulin production or the pancreas, 
purpose. Um, and again, that is something that I will consider as a next step if I'm seeing that my clients aren't having results with their symptoms of fatigue um, because it is a really good symptom actually to track fatigue. And I often ask my clients to rate um, their symptoms zero to six. So six is at its worst, zero is at its best. And then we can track that. And fatigue is one of the things that I see lifting at the beginning when I'm working with a client. It's unless there is a lot of complexities to it. Normally, some of these areas that I'm talking about now, there are quite a few things that you can do straight away, especially if it's quite obvious what the cause is through when I'm chatting to my clients and going through the initial consultation and through the questionnaire. Um, there might be some easy fixes that can help with their fatigue. If they are more complex, then there might be some digging to do and some other approaches. But generally, I do find that fatigue can lift quite quickly um, when you start really addressing the root of the issue. And with hormones, it's quite hard to know when your hormones are out of sync. There is a lot of value in doing testing for hormones. And you can do that testing through your GP if you feel that there might be an issue with one of your hormone systems based on your symptoms. And you can also do testing through nutritionists like myself. I run a lot of the uh, testing of different types of hormones uh, through my clinic. So feel free to get in touch if you would like to explore any of that. The next is nutrient deficiencies. And again, that might sound like a fairly obvious one, but if you don't have certain nutrients in the body, you are going to feel fatigued because there are lots of different vitamins and minerals that are needed for our energy system, for our cellular health, as I mentioned earlier. And also these vitamins and minerals they don't just play a role individually on their own. They are cofactors for lots of different biological reactions. So when we are nutrient deficient, those biological reactions can't work optimally. And that means that it can affect lots of different systems, including our energy, and that can make us feel fatigued. When I'm working with a client, I will look at their food diary, see what they've been eating on a daily basis to understand whether they have enough nutrients in their diet. And I would say about 50% of the time when I'm working with clients, they don't have enough nutrients in the diet. And that's where we can add in those nutrient dense foods. For any of my clients that eat meat products, you know, something like organ meat is such a great nutrient dense foods. And then if I'm working with vegetarian or vegan clients, we might add in something like seaweeds and just making sure that they're supplementing any of the nutrients that are not readily available in those types of diets. So first of all, I will look at the diet, but then if the diet is pretty reasonable and you would expect them to be getting enough nutrients from their diet, then we might start exploring their gut health because you need to be able to absorb these mineral, these uh, nutrients from your food and break them down properly. And that all happens in the gut. And if they have any digestive symptoms, and again, we're going to explore what might be going in the gut. And it's worth taking note of that as well. If you are having digestive symptoms quite often, then there might be something going on in your digestion and that can contribute to nutrient deficiencies, which can affect you and cause fatigue. And then of course we come to inflammation because inflammation is a hallmark of autoimmune conditions and the way that an autoimmune condition often works is that you have 
almost stage one of an autoimmune disease where you have these autoantibodies in the in your body already but it's when they are triggered and your body becomes inflamed that they then go into attack mode and that's when you end up with symptoms from an autoimmune disease but inflammation can also cause fatigue um, through many physiological responses because when you are inflamed or your immune system is triggered on to defend you, then it releases these things called cytokines, which act as signaling molecules. And you might have heard of the cytokine storm when we went through um, lockdown. Um, It was mentioned a lot then. But when we're releasing these cytokines, which are messengers almost for your immune system, they can actually disrupt your own cellular health because as I said your body is suddenly inflamed and in defense mode and even attack mode Um, and that can disrupt the organelles in the cells it can affect the mitochondria and energy production and it can almost just set your body into a danger response and that can lead to fatigue and it's only when you work on what is causing the inflammation in the first place that you're going to find relief from that fatigue and your cells can work optimally again for you and that again can be something that you can work through even just noting down what I call your story but working through the timeline of events when your symptoms started to give you an understanding of what might have caused your autoimmune condition and I know it's not going to be one thing but it is useful to plot that out, give you some insight of whether it might be to do with a virus that you had, you know, 20 years ago, or was it to do with a stressful event that happened to you? Is it to do with any chemical exposures that you might have had? Or has it been something that's just been chipping away at you over time? And then there was the straw that broke the camel's back one day, and that's how you developed your autoimmune condition. Knowing that and knowing what is triggering your inflammation is absolutely vital to help you with your autoimmune condition, but also to help you with fatigue. Because as if your body is inflamed, it's going to be very hard for your body to start producing the energy that you need to feel at your best. And lastly, I wanted to talk about something that has come up in my clinic recently, and I have seen it quite a few times before, but I thought it was worth a mention, and that's anemia of chronic disease. So this is when you have low iron levels, um, and this can be to do with being inflamed. And what you would ordinarily see with this is that somebody will have low iron levels, but their iron stores might be in normal range or even high. And for the most part, I normally see ferritins at the iron stores at a normal level, yet their iron levels are low. And this is something that I had as well. And the reason behind this, what the research has suggested, is that when you have this anemia of chronic disease, because of the inflammatory response, you have less access to the iron that you would ordinarily have in your bloodstream. And on top of that, if you have certain bacteria or viruses, they actually will use your own iron for themselves. So for example, if you have certain overgrowth of bacteria in your gut, 
or you have certain viruses that are, are hanging around in your body, which unfortunately that's what they do, that can actually lead to anemia. So if you feel that you have had persistent fatigue and anemia and you've tried to top up your levels with um, iron supplementation and through other means and it's not working, then maybe you need to work on your inflammation and actually even one step further, working on the root of that inflammation, which may be a chronic infection or a chronic you know, a chronic virus or bacteria. Um, I honestly think this is probably quite a significant factor for a lot of people who are experiencing fatigue with autoimmune disease. So it's certainly worth looking into. I had a viral panel done as part of my chronic fatigue syndrome diagnosis, and that was really helpful. And then I followed a natural antiviral protocol. And honestly, that was when I saw a big shift in my energy um, and I'm so glad I did it and I really committed to it over a three-month period and I saw a huge change in my health but it was good to have the information that I did have latent viruses in my body and I had a high viral load just generally so by following that antiviral protocol it really really helped me um, and that's just something for you to consider as well. If you feel that you have anemia, um, you're eating a fairly nutrient-dense diet, especially when it comes to iron. And another thing that I do see commonly is people who will have anemia due to celiac disease. And that comes back to the gut health because celiac disease and and some forms of gluten sensitivity can damage the digestive system wall, which means again that you're not going to be absorbing those nutrients and iron is one of those nutrients that might not be absorbed properly through the gut and that can also lead to anemia. And we know that anemia is hugely linked to symptoms of fatigue. So that is definitely something to explore. If you feel that any of these potential causes of fatigue resonate with you, then feel free to reach out to me. You can ask me any questions about this. Send me a direct message at the Autoimmunity Nutritionist on my Instagram account. If you would like to understand how you can explore this further, then again, feel free to reach out to me. I'll put the link to book a free initial health consultation with me in the show notes and we can go through your health history symptoms and I can also suggest any of my services or anything that might be helpful for you um, if you are experiencing fatigue because that is the symptom I think you need to work on the most when you have an autoimmune condition because once you get your energy back you can then have the energy to do other things that are going to help with your health and that's certainly what I did and that's what I do with my clients and I love it when my clients get their energy back. They sometimes don't notice as well, which is why I use that metric system um, because it's so easy once you have your energy back to forget what it was like before. But one of the things my clients will often say to me, and I know it's not why we want to get our energy back, we want to get our energy back to do lots of fun stuff again and see our friends, but it's normally that either on an evening when they get home from work, they have the energy to be cooking and staying up and you know, they haven't really noticed that they, you know, they haven't been able to do that for a long time. 
or that they're able to clean the house or go out in the garden and do some work for much longer than they have before. And that was certainly something that I noticed. I hadn't really thought about it, but I'd moved house several times with chronic fatigue syndrome. And after about an hour of moving boxes, I was completely done. Um, and that was every time. And I just thought that's who I was. I just thought that was normal. Um, and then when I moved a couple of years ago, I was just moving boxes and energized all day long. And it just made me reflect and think, wow, I thought that having that little energy was normal at the time. And I hadn't really noticed how much I'd got my energy back. But when I compared it to what I was able to do now, to what I could do then, it was huge. And it's certainly worth, you know, focusing on those small wins, but then looking back over a certain time period to just see how things have changed for you, whether good or bad, it's always good to reflect on that. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. If you have fatigue, you know, certainly, you know, think about these key areas, your blood sugar regulation, your cellular health. It might not be as easy for you to think about cellular health, but just, you know, bear it in mind, whether it could be hormone related, whether it's sex hormone or thyroid hormones or adrenal hormones, consider nutrient deficiencies, look at your diet, are you getting enough nutrients from your diet, are you having or experiencing any gut issues, do you have any forms of obvious inflammation, I'm sure if you have an autoimmune disease you probably do but it depends what autoimmune disease you have, Um, I know a lot of my clients who have alopecia don't really have any other signs of inflammation Um, but then my clients with arthritis do and also consider whether it might be related to anemia, but a certain type of anemia, which is called anemia of chronic disease. So I hope that's been helpful. If you have any questions, then feel free to pop over to my Instagram account. If not, have a fantastic rest of your week, and I'll be in touch soon. Take care. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Autoimmune Reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health. So keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.